Welcome back to the School Read Sports Lane Frank podcast. I'm the host of this podcast, Lane Frank. We are now in episode seven, and my World Series prediction was right. It is Rays versus Dodgers. I said that the Dodgers would win this series in the last episode, four to one. That might just happen, but the World Series matchup is set. There are a lot of college football upsets, and the Big Ten is back. Boy, am I excited for some Big Ten football, Michigan football, Michigan versus Minnesota. What again that would be. But stay tuned for School Read Sports with Lane Frank. start off episode 7 with our headlines. And in the NBA, there hasn't been much news. The Pacers hired their new coach, but probably the biggest news in the NBA this week is that Tyron Lue has officially been hired to be the head coach of the Los Angeles Clippers. Obviously, he was their assistant this season, but I mean, that could be good for Kawhi Leonard. It could be bad for Kawhi Leonard. It could be good for Paul George. It could be bad for uh, Paul George. They definitely need to get a point guard either in free agency, get a trade for a point guard. They could get Derrick Rose. That'd be Heck of a trade. They get Russell Westbrook. I don't think that would mix well. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Russell Westbrook. But we'll just have to wait and see. That's the news in the NBA. For the MLB, the World Series matchup is set. Like I said in the intro, my World Series prediction was right. I said the Rays would beat the Astros. I said the Dodgers would beat the Braves, which is that those two things did happen. And I said in that World Series that the Dodgers would win 4-1. to So my World Series prediction is that the Dodgers win against the Rays 4-1. to And Dave Roberts gets his first title. Now in the NFL, Monday Night Football were good, 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 good. They were really good games. Though I mean, Cowboys, the Cowboys are probably one of the worst teams in the NFL. Maybe even the worst team. I I mean, I'm not really a Cowboys fan. Andy Dalton had a really, really bad game. Chiefs, I mean, Patrick Mahomes, literally, he's probably one of the greatest players of all time already. I mean, that's not outrageous to say. He has the fastest player to ever get to 90 touchdowns, and he missed a whole season. He didn't play at all his rookie season. That's crazy. He didn't even play at all his rookie season. But, I mean, the Buccaneers, what a statement when that was against the Packers. The Packers, they're a bit reliant on Aaron Rodgers. When Aaron Rodgers has a bad game, they don't do well. I mean, it's a big problem with the Packers. The Buccaneers got a statement win at home. That's a good one for Brady. Probably his biggest win with the Buccaneers. The Jets, Giants, and Falcons all went into this week. Haven't won a game. But two of those teams won a game this week. Giants, my favorite team. Beat the football team, the Washington football team. That was a really good win for them. I mean, Kyle Allen played a pretty decent game. Daniel Jones, I'm not giving up on him yet. I think if Trevor Lawrence is there, Trevor Lawrence is one in a million talent. I mean, he could be Peyton Manning. That's my projection for him to skyrocket in his career, be like a Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. My comparison for him is Peyton Manning. I mean, so we'll just have to wait and see. But Giants got a big win over Washington, stopping a two-point conversion, win the game. The Jets, you guessed it. They lost against the Dolphins. I mean, the Dolphins are pretty good. I mean, they could be a good team. They obviously benched Ryan Fitzpatrick. They're going to bench Ryan Fitzpatrick for the rest of the season. Maybe they're going to start Tua Tonga-Vailoa. I mean, that's a bit of a head-scratching move for me. I don't really understand that. I mean, they have a lot of momentum. All that momentum could be lost with Tua at quarterback. And I'm not super excited about Tua playing this season. Maybe if they had like six losses or something. I would say, okay, play Tua. I mean, bench Ryan Fitzpatrick, see how it goes. But no, they're definitely in the playoff hunt. They're one of the best teams in their division. So that's a bad decision for them. And the Falcons, obviously, they beat the Vikings. Kirk Cousins had a really bad game, three interceptions. He turned it around a little bit then. I had him on my fantasy football team. Not a right decision. I had Matt Ryan on my bench. Matt Ryan had many more points than Kirk Cousins. So Kirk Cousins didn't have that great of a game. And the Falcons, I mean, they're uh, maybe Matt Ryan's career with the Falcons was save that game. Probably not. I think they'll probably still move on with him uh, this offseason. We'll have to see how he does for the remainder of this season. 
But that's about it for the news in the NFL. Now, college football. The Big Ten is back. The Big Ten is back in college football, and that is very exciting for me. I'm a Michigan fan, and there will be a major upset in the Big Ten. I'll say that when I talk about college football. I'm not going to say that in the headlines, but I do think there will be a major upset in the Big Ten. The Big Ten is back. Florida, I think they might have to cancel this game, their game this week also. They have 25 positive tests. I mean, that's just bad. 25 new tests, new positive tests. Dan Mullen, their head coach, said that he wanted to have 100,000 fans at their game. He has the virus now. I don't think he wants that anymore. And that's about it for headlines this week. Now, let's move to Squared Sports Game Day. Last week, my predictions, I don't really want to talk about them. They weren't good. That's all I'm going to say. Probably my worst week yet. But this week, this will be the first time we get a perfect record. And let's get into it. Giants, Eagles, Thursday Night Football. Give me Eagles in a close one. I think maybe 23-17 to 17 Eagles. Browns, Bengals. The Bengals got off to a hot start like they did in that Colts game. But they collapse and the Browns win 34-27. Steelers-Titans. I like a close game. This might be the best matchup of the week. I mean, battle the undefeated teams. I like a close game in Tennessee. The Titans have earned my respect. I did not think they were a good team. Then they beat the Bills. Then they beat the Texans. So I think they're one of the best teams in the NFL now. So I have the Titans winning one close over the Steelers. Let's say 40-37 to 37 Titans. Cowboys versus Washington. Washington, 27-17. to 17. At home. I think this will be a good game for uh, Kyle Allen. I think they bounce back. So the Washington football team will win this game. And Andy Dalton, I think Jerry Jones, will start to regret that signing and start to miss Dak Prescott just a little bit more, start to miss Jason Garrett a little bit more and regret firing and maybe regret hiring Mike McCarthy. So I do think that Washington comes away on this one. And the Cowboys, they lose yet again. Packers-Texans in Texas. I think the Packers bounce back in a shootout, 47-42 to Packers. Seahawks-Cardinals. This is a game of the year candidate for sure. I like this Cardinals team. I really do. I think they could be one of the best teams in the NFL. They're definitely top 10 team in the NFL, maybe even top five. So it's in Seattle, a bad defense for the Seahawks. I mean, not the greatest defense. They're coming off a bye week, so maybe that will help them a little bit. A close game. I like Arizona more than I do Seattle. I think Arizona wins this game off Kyler Murray having a great game. DeAndre Hopkins going off. That defense Buda Baker, one of, I mean, he had what a game he had last week. I mean, so many tackles, forced fumble, interception. He can maybe even win Defensive Player of the Year in a thriller. Give me Arizona. 49ers, Patriots. Patriots, but close. I mean, the 49ers taking a trip out to the East Coast. They had to take a trip out to the East Coast earlier this season to play the Jets and the Giants. Obviously not the same team as the Patriots, obviously. I think the Patriots bounce back and they win this one. Also kind of big, 31-13. to Buccaneers, Raiders. Buccaneers, close. Be careful in this one, Buccaneers. In Vegas, it'll be a close game, but Buccaneers. Bears, Rams. The Rams, close all Monday Night Football. I think the Rams bounce back from their loss against the 49ers. It'll be a close game also. I think 31-17 to is a red score prediction. The Bears, I think Nick Foles, this will probably be his worst game of the season. I mean, he said he'd rather win ugly than lose pretty. I mean, I agree with that, but they win ugly every game, which isn't great. I mean, it'll probably trip them up in the playoffs if they even make the playoffs. So I have the Rams coming away in this one. And that's about it for Squared Sports Game Day. Leave your picks in the comment section. Sticking with the NFL, we're at top five. Today's top five is my top five NFL teams as of now. But before we get into that, 
My honorable mentions are the Saints. They're not on this list, but I think they're going to be a good team. They can maybe make a run in the playoffs. The Steelers, undefeated, but they're not on this list. That's a bit shocking to most people. I mean, I don't think they're one of the best teams in the NFL. I don't think they're a top-five team. I'm not saying they're not a good team. I think they maybe. I mean, they definitely get a losing streak, probably lose three games, get a three-game losing streak. That might definitely happen. So I think the Steelers would probably have an 11-5 record, 12-4, something like that. And they're another honorable mention. And the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers, they're not going to have an insane record. They'll probably get like 11-5, 10-6, 9-7. But Tom Brady in the playoffs, I mean, you're not going to want to mess with him. They could definitely make a playoff run. They could maybe even uh, make the Super Bowl. I doubt that. They could probably make the conference championship game. Maybe even the, I mean, they'll probably make the divisional playoff game, win the wild card game that they'll probably be in. So they're another honorable mention. But now, here's where it gets serious. The top five NFL teams. And at number five, the Ravens. The Ravens are the fifth best team in the NFL. They're not the fourth, not the first, not anything like that. Not the third, not the second. They're not the best team in the NFL at all. I don't think they're even top four. So the Ravens, they definitely have some issues. I mean, the running back room is really good. J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards, Mark Ingram. But Lamar Jackson, I mean, he's. A, I mean, their defense is also amazing, but I think they could definitely get tripped up in the playoffs. Number four, the Arizona Cardinals. I think they're better than the Ravens, the Steelers, the Buccaneers, and the Saints. You know why? Because they have Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins in their defense. That's all they need. They probably have the best defense in the NFL, one of the best defenses in the NFL, in my opinion, Kyler Murray, I mean, he could win MVP. I, I don't even know. He had a bit of a rough game Monday Night Football, at least not on the ground. He had a really good game on the ground, throwing 9 of 24, but they don't even throw that much. It was against a bad Cowboys defense. DeAndre Hopkins had a pretty good game. He had a great catch uh, downfield. So, what? Uh, I mean, what a game the Cardinals had against the Cowboys. I think the Cardinals are the fourth best team in the NFL. It's a bit shocking, but I think they are. At number three, Tennessee Titans. I was thinking of not even putting Tennessee on this list, but... I'm definitely going to put Tennessee on this list now. Derrick Henry is probably going to go off for the rest of the season. Ryan Tannehill, he's conservative. It'll work in the regular season. When they get into the playoffs, it will not work. He's a bit of a conservative quarterback, so I think they get tripped in the playoffs. Maybe make the conference championship game, but I have the Titans at number three. Two, Green Bay. Even though they lost, I mean, I still trust Aaron Rodgers. I still trust Aaron Jones. I still trust every guy on that team. So I think the Packers are the second-best team in the NFL, even though they lost to Tampa Bay I mean, against Tom Brady. You knew Tom Brady was going to get his guys to win that game after tough loss against Chicago. They had a long time off. So Tom Brady, you know he had to win that game. The statement went against the Packers, but I still do think the Packers are the second-best team in the NFL. And at number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, two words. Probably could be one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Could be the greatest player of all time. I'm a big believer in Patrick Mahomes, as pretty much everyone else in the world is. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, they're definitely the best team in the NFL by far. They could go back-to-back. That would be insane if they went back-to-back Super Bowls. That would be insane. So I think Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. Leave in the comment section you think is the uh, best team in the NFL and leave your top five. Now, my MVP of the week and my LVP of the week. We did this last episode. It was LeBron James MVP. Dan Quinn is LVP. But this week, my MVP, most valuable, is Dave Roberts, manager of the Dodgers. I mean, he, he could go down as one of the greatest managers of all time. He's in his fifth season as a Dodgers manager. He's been to the World Series three times. I mean, um, his first season he went to the NLCS. I mean, he got. I mean, last season, I mean, they got stopped in the NLDS, which was bad against Nationals. Nationals did end up winning the World Series, so it's not bad to lose to the champions. But 
I think Dave Roberts is definitely MVP, making his third World Series, maybe even the best manager in baseball right now. You could even put Kevin Cash, the Rays manager, in this conversation for MVP this week because, I mean, they weren't even a good team, that, uh, that great of a team last year. Now they're in the World Series. I mean, he rallied his guys. So Dave Roberts, I think, and Kevin Cash, mostly Dave Roberts, I think he's definitely MVP of the week. But now LVP, also baseball, the Houston Astros. Their whole goal of the season was to prove that cheating didn't help them and that they were still a great team. George Springer was still great, that Jose Altuve was great, that Carlos Correa was great, and that goal was to make the World Series or even win it. Nobody's going to remember them making the ALCS. Nobody is. So I think that the Astros, they're definitely losers uh, this week, uh, not making the World Series. So I didn't care too much about the Astros' whole cheating scandal. But the Astros, I think definitely that's bad for them. Jose Altuve, all of those guys. So that's about it for my MVP of the week and loose valuable of the week. Leave your MVP in the comment section. Now, sticking with the MLB. As I said earlier, my World Series prediction was right. That I said it would be Dodgers and it would be Rays. But now I'm going to get a little bit more dealt with it. I think I'll say the outcome, which I said in the last episode, 4-1 Dodgers. But I think Dodgers win game one. They win game two. They win game three. They lose game four. They win game five. And they are the new World Series champions. I think they definitely will be. It'll be an interesting offseason for the Dodgers. Obviously, they don't have to worry about um, losing Mookie in the offseason free agency. They obviously got a huge deal right before the season started. I mean, the Dodgers, they, I mean, Mookie Betts might have been their missing piece all these years when they lost in the World Series to the Astros and the Red Sox. He was probably their missing piece. So I think that Mookie Betts will get the Dodgers over the hump. Same with Cody Bellinger. He's a bit sore. David Roberts said he, uh, he'll be good, though. So I think the Dodgers win this World Series. Against the Rays, the Rays do not get their first title ever. They will not. So I think the Dodgers uh, and David Roberts, he wins his first uh, World Series with the Dodgers. Cody Bellinger wins his first World Series. Pretty much every guy on that team, Corey Seager, all those guys win the World Series for the first time. And I think Corey Seager will be a World Series MVP. Leave in the comment section who you think World Series MVP will be. And leave your World Series prediction in the comment section. That's about for Around the Bases this week. Now, let's move to what lane would I take my decision. If I was an NFL GM last year and I'm the Bengals and Trevor Lawrence is in that draft class, who do I pick? Trevor Lawrence or Joe Burrow? You know, people say Lawrence struggled in the national championship against Joe Burrow. You know what I see? I see a true sophomore who led his team to a second national championship in his second year. That's insane. Leading your team to the second national championship in your second year, winning it your first year. I have no problem with him playing poorly in that game at all. And I would definitely take Trevor Lawrence if I was an NFL GM. I mean, like last week, he had 400 yards and five touchdowns. That's not a final game stat. That's a halftime stat. Joe Burrow never did that in college. Trevor Lawrence is easily my decision here. Not even close. Joe Burrow, he's a good player. He's a good player, definitely. I'll pro- if, I, if Trevor Lawrence wasn't in this draft class, I'd probably take Justin Herbert over Joe Burrow. But Joe Burrow, I mean, I'm not digging him. He'll be an all-pro. He'll be everything in his career. But Trevor Lawrence... He's a sensational talent. He's the next Zion. He'll be like the Zion of the NFL, all the hype, everything. So I think that he could definitely be the next Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Trevor Lawrence will definitely be a sensation in the NFL. Like I said, what I saw when he uh, when he struggled in the national championship game, I saw him leading his team to a second national championship in his second year, which is absolutely insane. So if I was an NFL GM and I was the Bengals last year and I had the number one overall pick and Trevor Lawrence was in that draft class, 
I would have taken Trevor Lawrence over Joe Burrow. Leave in the comment section who you would have picked, Trevor Lawrence or Joe Burrow. But that's about it for what lane would I take. Now, let's turn to our college football showcase. I'll tell you everything you need to know, all the news there is in college football, and my game prediction for Michigan, Minnesota. That's the biggest game this week. But first, before that, last week, Stetson Bennett versus Alabama did not do well. And I think in the middle of the third quarter, Kirby Smart, I don't, he should have made this decision if his last name was Smart. I mean, he should have benched Stetson Bennett and put in JT Daniels, no doubt about it. I mean, Stetson Bennett, you see him throwing interceptions, you take him out right away. That's your biggest game this season. You put in JT Daniels, an electrifying quarterback, transfer from USC. And if I'm Kirby Smart right now, I bench Stetson Bennett for JT Daniels for the rest of the season, unless JT Daniels does horrible. But I think that was the wrong move of Kirby Smart to keep uh, Stetson Bennett in the game. He should have definitely put uh, JT Daniels in. But as I said in the headlines, that the Big Ten is back. The Big Ten is officially back on Saturday. And Friday, Wisconsin versus Illinois. That was an upset game last year. Illinois upset Wisconsin in Champaign, Illinois. But that won't happen this year. But I do think that one big upset will happen in the Big Ten. And it will be Indiana over Penn State. It's in Indiana. It was a really close game last year. And that was in Happy Valley. So I think Indiana, no doubt about it, wins this game. Journey Brown, Penn State's running back. He's out for the rest of the season now. The medical condition, that's bad for Penn State. Huge loss for them. Huge, huge loss. So I think Indiana will upset Penn State. Michael Penix Jr., their quarterback, Indiana. They will definitely win this game against Penn State, and they'll move to 1-0, and Penn State will move to 0-1 and drop heavily in the rankings, and Indiana might even be in the top 10 after getting this upset. Michigan-Minnesota, the game of the week. My favorite team of all time, any sport, Michigan, is playing their season opener against Minnesota, and I could not be any more excited. They're my favorite team, hands down, since basically forever. I've gone to many games, so I think that this game will be a close game. Hopefully, Joe Milton can have a really good game if they even start him. There's some rumors about Cade McNamara starting. Cade McNamara's a Jim Harbaugh prototype quarterback. Joe Milton, not so much a Harbaugh quarterback. But, I mean, who works well with Josh Gass, their offensive coordinator, that's all that matters. I think that Cade McNamara will not start this season. He could get a couple snaps in this game. Don't, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a couple snaps against Minnesota. But Joe Milton will be the starting quarterback. And in the game, I think it will be a bit of a slow start for Michigan. They'll get down 14-6 at halftime, two field goals by Quinn Nordine, and two touchdowns by uh, Tanner Morgan, one by Rashad Bateman, Minnesota's wide receiver. I'm not going to be biased, but I think that in the middle of the third quarter, Michigan will finally strike a touchdown. Joe Milton rushing touchdown for 15 yards. It will be 17-13. to 13. Minnesota still. Minnesota will kick a field goal in the third quarter. But at the start of the fourth quarter, Michigan exploded for the rest of the third quarter, and they would go up 27-17, to 17, score two more touchdowns. One Joe Milton passing touchdown, one uh, Zach Charbonnet rushing touchdown. And I think the final score will be 33-24 to 24, Michigan. Go Blue over Minnesota. I think they definitely win this game over Minnesota. Minnesota, they lose by nine. They get a touchdown, I mean, sort of uh, towards the end of regulation. But Michigan gets two more field goals after the start of the fourth quarter, and they win 33-24. to Leave your game prediction in the comment section. But that's my game prediction. Michigan, I am hoping and praying that they win this game. I really hope they do. I think Joe Milton, I think he definitely has the firepower to get it. I think he'll throw for 285 yards, rush for 75 Hopefully, Kate McNamara, if he gets in, he'll probably get, I think he'll get 12 yards, two snaps. So, I mean, it will be a close game. Leave your game prediction in the comment section. 
Now, did you know? Today's did you know is, did you know that all the NFC East teams combined this year have 18 losses, and the Kansas City Chiefs of the past five years have 19 losses? That's embarrassing for the NFC East, probably the worst division in the NFL by far this year, and it's not even close, maybe even the worst division of all time. Chiefs have basically been not a dynasty, maybe a regular season dynasty, having a really good regular season record for the past five years. Believe that in the comment section if you knew that, but that's about it for Did You Know This Week. Now, 2018 NFL Draft Class. It was loaded with star quarterbacks, but who was at the top of the class? Was it Sam Darnold? Josh Allen? Baker Mayfield? Probably not him. Mason Rudolph? Or Lamar Jackson? There's probably an easy answer here, Lamar Jackson. But let's rank them all. Lamar Jackson, number one. He's accomplished the most. He's won MVP. I mean, that's kind of obvious that he's number one. But here's where it gets a little tricky. Number two, if Sam Darnold had the same talent, as Lamar Jackson with those same pieces, same pieces that Baker Mayfield had, he would be at number two. But I'm going to say Josh Allen's at number two here. Probably one of the most talented quarterbacks in the NFL. That doesn't mean he has the same decision-making um, as like Tom Brady or anything like that. I definitely think he has more talent than Tom Brady right now in his career. He's probably one of the fastest quarterbacks in the NFL. He's mobile. He has a strong-arm quarterback, probably second in Mahomes, biggest arm in the NFL. But some decision-making can be bad for him. He can fumble the ball sometimes. He can throw the ball late. He can sometimes overthrow his receivers. We saw that a little bit with Stephon Diggs on Monday Night Football. And he definitely fumbles the ball a lot. There's a couple of interceptions. So that's really kind of bad with him. But I still do think he's at number two. Number three, this one's tough. It's between Baker and Sam Darnold. If you asked me this before the Steelers game, I'd say Baker, now, no. Sam Darnold, I'm high on Sam Darnold now. I mean, if he had the same pieces as Baker, he would be a pro bowler. No doubt about it. No question. I'm not even questioning that at all. Sam Darnold would definitely be an elite quarterback if he had those kind of pieces. I think that's why the Jets definitely shouldn't take Trevor Lawrence. That's why they, I mean, even if they do win Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes and win the number one overall pick, I don't think they'll take him. I think that's the wrong decision to do. It'll probably be up to the new head coach, obviously, since Adam Gates will definitely get fired this offseason. If you don't think that, then I don't know. But I think Sam Darnold is probably the third best quarterback in this draft class. Now, Baker Mayfield or Mason Rudolph? Mason Rudolph, we saw him start last season. I mean, he was pretty good. I mean, um, nah, he got benched midseason. wasn't the greatest, actually. So, Delvin Hodges, he took over for him. But Mason Rudolph, we saw some signs, some good things from him. We saw some bad things definitely from him. Obviously, the Miles Garrett thing, probably the highlight of his career. But I don't think he, he might not ever uh, be a starting quarterback in his career. But I do think that, I mean, I think Baker Mayfield, you have to put him over Mason Rudolph here. But, I mean, easily you have to put him over Mason Rudolph. He's obviously played more than him. And he had a really good rookie season. Baker Mayfield, that's probably the highlight of his career, uh, having a great rookie season. So I think Baker Mayfield is probably uh, right there. And then last, it's uh, between Mason Rudolph and Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen, if he had an opportunity, I'd say Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen, I thought he would be like an elite quarterback. I thought he would be like a Tom Brady. But, obviously, he's kind of a bust. He's never really gone a fair chance, though. He's never really gone a good team. He kind of got unlucky in Arizona with that whole situation. They definitely should have gave him a second year. But he went to Miami. Miami, they didn't have the same pieces for him. They were tanking. Defensive mining coach. And I do think Brian Forrest will work well with Tua. But if Josh Rosen had the same opportunity as Mason Rudolph, I would put him above Mason Rudolph. But I just can't do that. Mason Rudolph, he's played more. I mean, he's played eh, decent. Not the greatest. So I think Mason Rudolph is not the worst quarterback in this draft. 
Josh Rosen, top 10 pick, number 10 overall pick. Yeah, he's the worst quarterback in this draft. I mean, that was selected in the first few rounds. So Josh Rosen, I think he's definitely the worst quarterback in this draft. What ruined his career was his first season in Arizona, not playing that well. They definitely should have gave him another season, but they didn't. So I think Josh Rosen is the worst main quarterback that was taken in this draft. Rank you these quarterbacks from the 2018 uh, draft class in the comment section. But that's what I think. And that's about it for the top of the class. 2018 draft class pretty much. Not redrafting, but ranking all those quarterbacks. Leave your rankings in the comment section. Now, best for last. Question of the day. And we haven't talked much about the NBA this episode, but we're going to do it here. Was the Tyron Lue signing a good one? I think yes. We'll just have to wait and see how it goes after year one. A lot of people said that LeBron just carried him his first year in Cleveland. I don't think that. I think he's a good coach, Tyron Lue, definitely. But I do think right now it's a good sign. That's the question of the day. Was the Tyron Lue signing for the Clippers a good one? Do you think he'll be a good head coach for them? Leave that in the comment section and answer the question of the day. But that's about it for Squared Sports with Lane Frank. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Follow Squared Sports on Twitter, at Squared Sports. Follow at Squared Sports on Instagram, at Squared Sports. And we'll be back here next week with episode number eight, the best sports content in the world.